Dancy Lagarde fans, you will be thrilled to know a book is coming out if you fund it. Via Unbound, we are publishing The Dancy Lagarde Reader by Alice Fraser and Dancy Lagarde, a glorious insight into the world of Dancy Lagarde, self-published romance maven and online bestseller. If you would like to find out how to support it, go to thebuglepodcast.com. If we get enough support, we will publish the book. That's a real thing that's going to happen. Thebuglepodcast.com to support The Dancy Lagarde Reader. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word on this, the most final of worlds. Today is Sunday, the 9th of February of the year 2020. Happy death day to Fyodor Dostoevsky, a Russian novelist and depressing philosopher. While his work is generally respected, Turgenev called him prolix, repetitious, and lacking in polished balance, restraint, and good taste, which is inspiring critical commentary for those of us who are afraid to leave a bad review on an Uber driver. In history today, in 1895, volleyball was invented, the groundbreaking sport for people who can't catch. Before that time, people who assembled in teams to punch balls into the air were considered odd at best and witches at worst, so the invention of the sport saved a lot of lives. This week sparks off both Celebration of Love Week and Children of Alcoholics Week, which means you should celebrate love in a responsible way that doesn't conclude in a hangover or unexpected progeny. Celebrations today also include National Bagel and Locks Day and National Toothache Day, so Jewish dentists everywhere will be extremely festive. Our guest in the studio today is time scientist, medical sexpert and investigative historical journalist, Dr. Matt Kirshen. Welcome to the show. Hello. Uh, although you've actually slightly mislabeled me, um, I'm a sex expert or expertex. Okay, thank you very much for that correction. We, uh, we strive for accuracy on this, the last post. As always, on the weekend, we take a moment to step back from the cutting edge of the latest news to take a peek into our weekend magazine. Sunday's cover stories is, of course, sex, with the latest in sex advice from sex expert Dr Matt Kirshen. But before we get into that, a quick London traffic update. All London tubes have been shut down without notice, leaving commuters stranded far from home or forced to catch buses like monsters. Traffic has been gridlocked in central London for 26 hours with people furious about the tube delays and no information for the transport authorities about why. The entrances to all stations on the central line have been barricaded with military personnel and hazmat suits, raising fears about chemical attack, terrorism and rats. But first, some sections we won't have time to get into in the Weekend Magazine sex special. We have a sweet little human interest sex story titled Hamster Hero, which is an interview with famous hamster film director and action movie fetishist Tarverius McIntosh, a man in Shropshire who collects hamsters and then forces them to enact the full scripts of classic blockbuster action movies during his dates as part of his sexy date moves. Get your head out of the gutter, he makes sure the terrarium glass is only one way, so while Tarverius can see the hamster action, the delicate hamster psyche is not exposed to any traumatic human sexuality. Tarverius McIntosh began 
hoarding hamsters at the age of 14 and by now would have more than 40,000 hamsters if they weren't so good at dying. As it is, he has about 20 hamsters right now, including John Ham the hamster, Hamuel L. Jackson, Benedict Cumberham and Bruce Willis. The article goes into the pain of prejudice and internalised hamster phobia that Tarverius has felt exploring his niche sexuality and it allays fears for the safety of the hamsters, an adorable two-page spread with a lot of graphic images. Also in the weekend magazine sex special, Nine Steps to the Most Efficient Sex of Your Life. With the fashions of Silicon Valley's quantified lifestyle seeping into the mainstream, we all want to make sure we have as much productive time in our days as possible. This listicle gives you sex hacks to make your sex as hacky as possible. Speed through your favourite sex positions and really put the moment into intimate moment, including most frictionless underwear removal techniques, shortcuts to a startlingly swift climax, and the best thank you ma'am cards to send after a night or short quarter hour of Wham Bam. And finally in the weekend magazine sex special, special sex tech with technological just the tips to bring the bites and bits to your bites and bits. This article reviews the newest releases in extramarital aids, including a Fitbit expansion that'll turn every date into a gruelling workout and the uber-style post-quartal star review system that'll make sure every lover is doing their best for fear of damaging their bang brand. Those are the sections we do not have time for because, of course, now it is time for your classified ads. Although we all find advertising annoying, the alternative to an ugly billboard is probably an ugly tree. Remember, you can submit an ad by email to the last post at somethingelse.com. Do you have teenagers that just won't get up in the morning, ignoring your parental authority and the alarm? Try half a glass of water. It'll wake the shit out of them without causing permanent damage to your sheets. Half a glass of water, not quite enough to constitute child abuse. Spoken by Alice Fraser for the Council of Parents of Teenagers in an age where you're not allowed to just make them get a job. Remember, please consult your physician for the psychological meltdowns that may be a side effect of having a teenager. And a new novel is out from Dancy Lagarde, the best-selling self-published supernatural romance maven who turns out a new pulse-throbbing classic every four to five days. This one is a must-not-miss. It's called The Vampire Next Door. Feisty flamehead virgin HR manager Rowena has a new hot neighbour who seems too good to be true. A man who makes her feel extremely physically aroused every time she sees him and seems to spend a lot of time staring at her hotly through the curtains at night. He's breaking into her reserve to invade her dreams. But DeForest Tyson is even more than he seems. A half-vampire, half-leprechaun detective, he's a sort of man with a very plan. First, he has to find the evil renegade wizard he's tracked to Fayetteville, Arkansas, and second, he needs to claim the woman next door as his own. He can feel in his leprechaun blood that she's fated to be his pot of gold, until the wizard turns the table and suddenly Rowena is in danger. Now DeForest knows that he cannot wait any longer to claim the woman his heart and soul burns for. He has to tell her who he is, what he wants, what he is, and that she has to bang him if she wants to live. Rowena will have to accept him on his terms and without a proper interview process. Her life and her HR career depends on it. The Vampire Dank Store is already getting rave reviews, so make sure you make it part of your shameful Kindle reading on your next commute. The Vampire Next Door by Dancy Lagarde, available only online to be downloaded in all good news agents and bad bookshops. Are vampires generally the most problematic of the monsters? <laughs> no, they always ask for consent to enter, at least. Oh, that's true, yeah. A vampire can't come in unless you give them permission. Yeah. So. Although, having said that, once you give them permission, you can't then... Revoke permission, revoke I Revoke that permission. But you have so, to give them permission every time? Yeah, so I, I think in that sense they are very problematic. <laughs> as opposed to, you know, any kind of zombies or ghosts, which, as you all know, ghosts only have penises if they die with their penis out. <laughs> and this podcast is now on tour. For live The Last Posts, come to our offices during an episode and watch the magic happen live. Also, I'll be on actual tour in Australia soon at the Melbourne, Sydney and Perth comedy festivals, and I'm terrible at publicity, so please buy tickets to Kronos by Googling it yourself. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And that is your ad section for today. The last post. Our top story today, of course, in The Weekend magazine is sex. Matt Kirshen, Dr. Matt Tell us what's going on in the world of sex. Thank you for asking, Alice. As you know, I am an expert. I've read over four dictionary definitions of the word. (laughs) And also, I've done a bit of research on the internet, if you know what I mean. Because the internet also has dictionaries. (laughs) You asked me today to talk about what people are doing wrong in the bedroom. Yes, I did. And according to a website that was trying to sell me mattresses, sleep is the most important meal of the day. (laughs) I might be wrong about that. I haven't slept much. But the big takeaway is we shouldn't be wasting bedtime on sex. Now, another website that was trying to sell me beer said we spend too much of our life working. And from that, I've concluded that we should be having no sex in bed, but lots of sex at work. But then another website that was trying to sell me lawsuits told me that having lots of sex at work is illegal. So the whole thing's basically a paradox. How do we solve this paradox, Matt Kirshen? How do we solve the paradox and get to a world in which we're having as much good sex as possible? I have no idea, but can I also apologise to any of your robot listeners for exploding them right now? (laughs) That was a paradox. I mean, you as a time travel expert are an expert in paradoxes. You're the only person who's successfully managed to time travel without exploding your own brain. This is true. And from my time research, I have found out that there has been a recent revolution in sex, a liberalisation of attitudes and an opening up to possibilities. Um, So think about this, Alice. Just 30 years ago, sex was restricted to missionaries. Wow. Uh, But I know. But now it's no longer exclusively wandering Bible salesmen seducing people who are scared of eclipses. No wonder people were so into religion back then. Absolutely. But now it's open to (laughs) any number of occupations from Bible publishers to Bible accountants. Uh, Those are people who are particularly good at counting amounts of barley. Uh, and, uh, And maybe even one day Bible podcasters like yourself. I can only hope, Matt Kirshen, I can only hope that I remain uh, sexually attractive by the time sex becomes open to me as a possibility for leisure activity. Honestly, it's not an option right now, but trust me, in in 5, 10, 50 to 100 years, the world of sex is your oyster. (laughs) Although oysters are still banned by the Bible. Yes, yeah, being as suggestive as they are. (laughs) They really do. They will open up for anyone, anyone with a sharp (laughs) knife and a chainmail glove. Thank you so much for giving us an insight into the newest news in sex. It is now time for your letter to the editor. Dear Alice and guest, and that's you, Matt, I have a toilet stall etiquette issue. This is not a letter of outrage I seek merely to understand. After a number of deeply traumatic experiences, I am convinced that people at my office are deliberately choosing the stall closest to me rather than the five other unoccupied stalls. Who wants to poop in proximity to other people and how can I make them do their business further away from my business? Please help me. Yours sincerely, Hamilton Briley, Esquire. Just to confirm, this is the stall closest to the stall that this 
writer has chosen and not just the stool closest to them I, in that their desk isn't right next to the toilet. <laughs> no, I assume I assume not. I assume this is a this is a matter of similarly to bus etiquette. Sometimes you're on an empty bus and someone will come and sit right next to you. And I then think start shitting. And then start shitting. This is a similar etiquette question of why people want uh, poop proximity. There isn't a diagram, but I'm just extrapolating from the written word here. But I'm assuming that's the problem. How can he discourage, or I assume he, Hamilton, seems like a man's name, but how can this person discourage uh, proximity poopers? Yeah, I agree with you that Hamilton is probably a man and or a stage musical. <laughs> Who's if sitting next door to musical, a stage then, musical? If it is the stage musical, then they might be choosing the stool nearest to you just because they are unable to get tickets any other way. And this is the yeah. best chance they have to enjoy such a great work of art. Assuming it is just an individual man, what it says to me is that maybe your fellow employees are lonely. Ah. Your colleagues need company, need friendship. Maybe you can, either with or without their knowledge, sign them up to a number of meetup groups, hobby clubs, preferably revolving around any kind of excretion. Yeah. So, for example, you might want to say, like, hey, keen golfer wishes to meet same for golf and or urination. I mean, I like that a lot. I would have gone make uh, obnoxious noises in your stall to discourage them from coming close, but I think yours might be even more effective. How exactly do you define an obnoxious noise? All sort of uh, groans and screams and octopus noises. The standard. Okay, right. Yeah. Or like songs that get into your head. Yeah, earworm songs. That's what you want. Uh, Or like, you know, the, the plot of tv shows and films that they're yet to see yeah spoiler alert i think everyone should shout spoiler alert before defecation (laughs) thank you for your good advice and thank you for listening to the last post today we're here in your ears 366 days of this year and we will be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension you can download this podcast again tomorrow or instead try downloading tomorrow's episode tomorrow or subscribe so it automatically downloads every episode every day we have previous episodes available on the same feed for those of you who like to binge the news if you have not done so before please listen back to previous editions your guest today was dr matt kershen matt have you got anything to plug uh i guess i have i'm matt kershen on most of the social media and i have a podcast on which you have appeared called probably science that's probably science and can i also plug hair yes Uh, you may not hair plugs just the concept of hair hair (laughs) is like carpet for the head and the body and i think it's going to really catch on particularly in the winter months so that's hair. I look forward to purchasing some of that for myself. The last post is a Something Else Alice Fraser and Bugle podcast production. I'm Alice Fraser. Find me online at patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for my occasional blogs or to subscribe for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this program is Christopher D. Skinner, and I will talk to you again tomorrow. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. 